In today's episode, I will go over 10 advantages of the SharePoint Termstar. You're listening to the SharePoint Maven podcast with Greg Zelfon, bringing you proven practical tips every week on how to correctly set up and adapt to SharePoint and Microsoft 365. If you have questions, Greg has the answers. And now, here's your host, Greg Zelfon. Hello again, this is Greg from SharePoint Maven, and welcome to episode number 98 of the SharePoint Maven podcast. So today I'm going to be talking about metadata again, my favorite topic. And by the way, if you want to learn more about metadata, content types, document sets, and any other you know, SharePoint features, as well as uh, features of some of the other applications that we have in Microsoft 365 ecosystem, don't forget to check out my online academy, SharePoint Maven Academy. I offer a number of uh, courses on various topics, primarily on SharePoint, but also in a few other applications. I offer a number of courses, all of them available on demand. Uh, and essentially, each course uh, runs just uh, under two hours in terms of content. And you can enroll in one or multiple courses uh, as uh, you wish. If you're interested, head over to my website, sharepointmaven.com, click uh, on demand, and it will give you a list of all the courses. You can read more about each one, check out the you know curriculum, the topics that I'm covering, and you can enroll into um, you know any course uh, right from my website. And if you do decide to enroll, don't forget to use coupon code PODCAST20. Uh, this will allow you to take 20% off each and every course in the Academy. So today we are going to be uh, talking about uh, the Term Store again. Uh, if you listened to the uh, previous episode, episode number 97, uh, I actually introduced you to the magic world of uh, managed metadata and the Term Store. And today we are taking it one step further. Today I'm actually going to explain to you a total of 10 advantages of the term store compared to the regular choice column metadata. Uh, the first advantage I want to start with, uh, it's something I mentioned in the previous episode, uh, the fact that the metadata you define in the term store by design is global to the whole tenant. When you create a choice column on a list of library, uh, the metadata you define there, the list of um, you know dropdowns, if you will, stays local to that list of library. You can cannot really reuse it anywhere without duplicating it. Term store is different. By design, term store is essentially a, a global you know feature. As a matter of fact, you need to access it from the SharePoint admin center, and uh, by design, it's global. All right, so uh, any site can point, any list of library can point to that, uh, you know, to the term store, to the term sets inside of the term store. So again, the advantage here is that this, um, you know, the term store managed metadata is global, all right? You just need to define a list of your clients or document types, you know, department names, whatever it is, once in the term store. And then, um, you know, from any list library, you can just point to the term set and borrow uh, the dropdowns, if you will. Advantage number two, uh, the ability to rename terms, the ability to rename, uh, you know, metadata tags within the term store. So the way it works, if let's say you have a choice uh, type column, right? You created a list of, I don't know, uh, some client names, and then uh, one of the client names has changed. So when you rename 
um, a, a tag, all right, uh, a dropdown choice in that uh, column list, this does not rename the values for the documents uh, in a document library, all right? So if you, let's say, uh, change client name from uh, client to client A to client A Inc., all right, um, it does, it's not going to be reflected, all right? Uh, you know, all the new, uh, all the new tags, you know, anytime you need to tag a new document, uh, will reflect the new dropdown choice, but any existing documents that have been tagged with the old value will remain as is until you go back and manually rename them, manually retag things. So obviously that's uh, not really useful or convenient. However, with the term store, it works differently. With the term store, uh, you rename the value in that central place within the term store. All right, and then usually you need to wait several hours. There is a timer drop behind the scenes that runs every once in a while, usually up to 24 hours, but um, as a rule of thumb, it's uh, probably uh, much shorter. Uh, but long story short, uh, all the tagged documents, uh, the ones that have been tagged uh, with Termstone metadata, they will get a new revised tag, um, you know, based on the change. So definitely a pretty strong advantage here. Advantage number three, type ahead functionality. When you use a choice type column, all right, um, you just pretty much get a list of uh, uh, these different uh, dropdown choices. Uh, and, you know, obviously you can uh, click with your mouse on, you know, with uh, one or multiple, uh, you know, tags and tag it accordingly. With Torum Store, you can obviously do the same if, when you create the managed metadata column. And by the way, when you create managed metadata column, essentially uh, it's a column that utilizes the term store values. So anytime you hear managed metadata and term store metadata, they really mean the same thing. Uh, but the beauty is that when you uh, create a managed metadata column uh, and try to tag uh, against the values defined in the term store, you can obviously select the values with the click of a mouse, but you can also um, just start typing the name in the box, all right? And it will recognize, all right, if the value of the tag exists, let's say you started typing, uh, you know, human resources, right? The first few letters, uh, it will recognize the label and will it will select it uh, kind of automatically. Same experience you get on Google, right? You know how you start typing things and it kind of recognizes what you're typing, same idea, same idea. Uh, so it's just um, a huge time saver in some cases, right? Um, if you don't want to go through a huge list of, I don't know, 300 uh, dropdown choices, just start typing it in and it will allow you to, uh, it will recognize whatever you're typing uh, and it will populate accordingly. Advantage number four uh, that we have within uh, the term store uh, is related to the ability uh, to set up synonyms for the labels. We all call things a little bit differently. For example, you might refer to, um, I don't know, accounts payable departments as accounts payable, and I'm, I might call it AP or finance. Uh, or maybe uh, you call um, contract contract, and I call it statement of work. All right, we really mean the same thing, you know, right? But we call it differently. Well, what you can do with managed metadata or terms to metadata is that you can define your labels and then for each and every label, you can also set up synonyms, right? So for example, the formal official name, you know, for the contract will be contract, but then you can also set up an alternate, you know, spelling, if you will, and uh, a synonym 
uh, and call it statement of work or SRW, all right? So you can set up those uh, abbreviations, you know, those other alternate names. And what will happen is uh, when users try to tag things, when they uh, try to select from a list of choices, they will only get to see the master labels. However, when they start typing things in, remember that uh, type ahead functionality I just mentioned, uh, when they start typing things in, whether they type in the name of the master label or the synonym, it will be recognized. So say, for example, again, you know, the master label is contract, and then I provided SOW and statement of work as alternate names. If I start typing in statement of work or SOW, it will recognize the name and it will default to the master label. So even though I start typing SOW, it will default um, the tag, the choice to contract, all right? Uh, but in any case, we have this ability uh, to set up synonyms um, just because, again, you know, people call things differently, right, in different um, even countries, um, even uh, in the same organization, we all call things differently. Uh, so this allows you to kind of bypass this issue uh, and uh, create a nice user-friendly environment for everyone. Advantage number five I want to mention to you is related to the ability to set up term hierarchies. By the way, all those advantages I mentioned, uh, the reason I mentioned them is because they don't exist, all right? Uh, this functionality do does not exist with choice type columns. And the synonyms I mentioned previously and this hierarchy thing I'm about to mention, uh, those functionalities do not exist with choice type columns. So this is actually one of my favorite, all right? The ability to create hierarchy of labels. Again, we cannot build a hierarchy of labels with choice type columns. Uh, we can build them with Torbstone metadata, with managed metadata columns. Essentially, the benefit here, the advantage here is that you can build hierarchy of labels. It doesn't have to be just a list of, uh, I don't know, uh, document types or uh, you know maybe department names. Uh, you can really build a hierarchy of labels. To give you an example, let's say you're building a list of departments, all right? Uh, maybe, you know, HR and engineering, legal, marketing, you know, finance. And let's say finance is broken down into accounts payables and accounts receivables. What you can do you know, within the term store, you can create a, a label, a tag for finance, and then create uh, a sub-label, I guess, uh, write a label underneath called accounts payable and another one called accounts receivable. And you're not limited to just one level. You can really build you know, multiple levels uh, of labels. Maybe a good example would be location, right? Let's say you have offices all over the world and you're trying to tag uh, maybe a document against a particular office, right? So what you can do, you can build a hierarchy. Maybe the top label could be the region like North America, uh, Europe, etc. Uh, then underneath you would have uh, a list of um, you know countries, and then under each country you will have uh, maybe a list of cities, uh, and then uh, within the underneath the cities you will have <laughs> maybe different offices, something like that. I'm sure you can find a great use case within your organization. Advantage number six: multi-language support. This probably will be useful to uh, the organizations that are global, that have uh, maybe offices uh, in more than one country. But another beauty that we have within the term store is that you can actually translate the labels into different languages. 
So the way it works, you actually uh, set up your master labels in, uh, I guess, the primary language. And then just like you can set up synonyms, all right, um, you provide the alternate names for each and every label, you can also add various languages to your term store and translate each and every label. Uh, for example, you could uh, you know, have a list of uh, department names, document types in English, and then uh, maybe French. Uh, this is the feature that I use quite often with my uh, clients in uh, European Union uh, and in Canada, right? We have English-speaking uh, Canada, we have uh, French-speaking Canada. And uh, when you set up uh, the Tormstone, when you provide all the translations, by the way, it doesn't automatically translate it. You have to manually type in, you know, paste the values and do the translations. But the way it works is that when, let's say, somebody from uh, French-speaking Canada, you know, logs in, uh, just because their default language um, is French, uh, it will automatically convert uh, all the values to uh, French language, all right? So it will kind of sense, uh, you know, where the user is logged in from based on the default language they have set up in their, um, you know, profile, and it will automatically essentially translate or present them with the, um, with the French uh, translation of the labels. Advantage number seven uh, that we have in the term store is related to the ability to create custom sort. So when you create a choice type column, right, um, the regular choice type column, um, whatever the order of um, you know the choices that you type in, that's how they will appear to the user. So it's not really alphabetic or anything like that. Uh, it literally, it's literally just uh, <laughs> you know whatever order you typed in the labels in. With TermStore, it works differently, all right? So by default, doesn't really matter how you typed in, you know, the values, what order you typed them in, by default, they will always sort alphabetically, all right, in whatever language uh, the labels appear. So let's say it's English language, all right, uh, and you type them in in whatever order you type them in, to the user, they will always appear in alphabetical order. So that's kind of convenient already, right? However, you can also create your own custom sort order. Uh, once again, let's say you have a list, I don't know, of uh, uh, 100 document types or uh, 25 different departments. And um, let's say they're in alphabetical order. That's how they appear by default. But they're only like maybe, you know, the top five, you know, choices that you want to appear on top, all right? What you can do within the term store, you can actually uh, create that custom sort order. Uh, and then to the user, uh, it will be essentially an alternate uh, sort order based on your setup. So I'm sure this uh, little feature will come in handy for many of you. Advantage number eight that we have is related to the submission policy. What do I mean by that? So when you define um, your list of uh, drop-down choices, the tags, the labels, however you want to call them or terms, I guess, that's how we call them if they're defined in the term store. By default, um, users cannot add values, additional values um, to that um, set, to the term set, to the uh, list of labels. So if I'm, let's say, the owner of a particular term set, then uh, I'm the only one who can manage the dropdown choice. And it kind of makes sense. I think in most cases, that's how you want it to be, uh, let's say, you have a list of departments or maybe a list of uh, clients 
right? You don't want each and every user to contribute to the list and misspell things, etc., right? You want probably one, two people to control that anyway. However, let's say we have something less formal, maybe a list of document types, right? And you want users to be able to contribute freely to that list. Uh, and you probably don't want to be bothered each and every time they want to uh, tag against a document type that doesn't exist. So what we can do is uh, open up a submission policy. There are a few settings that need to occur uh, within the term store as, as well as on a SharePoint site. And what will happen, it will allow the users to add the values on the fly. So by default, when let's say they tag against a particular value, they cannot really add a new value to the list, right? If it doesn't exist, they have to contact the uh, owner of the term set. However, once you enable, once you uh, open up that term set, uh, once you enable that submission policy, what will happen is, let's say they're trying to tag against a document type and it doesn't exist, they can just add it right on the fly uh, to that particular term set. And what will happen is, first of all, it will allow them to tag, uh, let's say, that document against this new value, but it will also add that new value to the term store as well. So then the next time somebody tries to tag a document against that value, it will already exist in the database. Now, of course, the term um, set owner can always go back and maybe if the value was uh, misspelled, they can change the name, they can delete it if necessary. Uh, but at least they don't need to be bothered each and every time, right? At least um, you kind of empower your users in a way so they can add those values right on the fly uh, and without kind of bothering you each and every time. Advantage number nine I want to share with you is related to the ability to create security on term groups. So this is actually uh, kind of related to something I mentioned over and over in this episode. If you recall, I mentioned something like term set owner a few times in this episode. And the correct name would be not a term set uh, owner, but more of a term group owner. But let me explain to you what I mean by that. So essentially what this functionality allows you to do, it allows you to create unique security on different areas within the term store. If you're a small business, maybe this is not really you know, super important, but let's say you're part of a larger organization. And let's say each and every department, uh, you know, wants to maintain uh, their own, uh, you know, term sets. Maybe HR has their own, uh, you know, sets of labels. Uh, finance has their own, etc. And everyone wants to utilize the term store. Well, you don't want to make everyone a term store admin because remember, term store is a global feature, right? Uh, it's uh, a term store is global to the whole organization, so. Uh, you don't really want HR people to delete or manage finance terms and vice versa. So essentially what you can do, you can create those groups, all right? Uh, they almost look like folders, but they're actually groups of term sets, and you can organize different term sets into those groups. So let's say you have some global terms that would be true, you know, and used by the whole organization. They maybe will be managed by the IT team. And maybe HR uh, wants to have maybe you know three or four different term sets uh, that will only be managed by HR and used maybe just on HR sites. And then again, finance or legal will have their own you know term set. So essentially, what you can do, you can create these different groups 
um, you know, one for IT, one for HR, finance, you know, legal, and then I invite representatives, you know, users from those, you know, teams to those groups, and this will allow them to manage only their term sets. It doesn't prevent people from seeing the terms, right? If I'm, let's say, part of HR and I have access to the HR term sets, I also have access to all the other term sets as well. However, I cannot modify any of them. I cannot delete any of them. I can still, you know, read them. I, maybe I can even, um, you know, borrow them, whatever, uh, but I cannot delete uh, or edit them in any way. Uh, and that's essentially the advantage of this uh, little feature. I'm sure uh, this will be super important, super useful for large organizations where you have all these different departments and each department um, kind of functions their own way and uh, operates their own little thing with their, its own set of sites and terms of metadata. The last advantage, advantage number 10, I want to tell you about is related to the ability of importing the term sets or the labels, the metadata. So if you have um, a quick list of uh, terms you want to create, you can just type the man, you know, same way uh, when you create the choice type column. However, uh, let's say, I don't know, you're importing a list of uh, 500 clients, all right? Um, you really don't want to type them one by one. Maybe you have a list in Excel somewhere. Within the term store, we have the functionality, the ability to import that list. And it has to be in a specific format of what uh, actually needs to happen. You need to download the template first. All right, it downloads, uh, essentially you download the CSV file and Excel uh, template, and it actually gives you the format it needs to be in. It's pretty straightforward, uh, especially if you have the hierarchy of labels, all right? You kind of need to populate this Excel document in a specific format. Uh, and again, it's all pretty straightforward right from that uh, downloaded template. And essentially what you do, you just uh, then populate your choices, and then there is a way for you to import that CSV into the term store, uh, and it will pretty much you know, just take the values and import them all uh, into the term store. I use this feature all the time. Uh, again, if you only have, I don't know, 5, 10, 15 values, maybe you just type them in. Uh, but especially if you deal with uh, alternate languages or you deal with hierarchy of labels, or you just have... I don't know, uh, 50, uh, several hundred, maybe thousands of labels you need to, uh, or tags, you know, you need to import. Uh, definitely uh, CSV Excel file is the way to go. So this were the 10 advantages I wanted to mention to you today. Now, I realize that this is a podcast and it's uh, probably a little bit challenging for you to follow uh, as you don't kind of see it in action, don't see the images uh, as you're probably driving in your car right now or exercising or something. Uh, so what I will do, I will actually do two things. Uh, one is I will include a blog post, a relevant blog post uh, that contains uh, some of those advantages and uh, some of the you know images um, related to the uh, term store I mentioned today. And second, uh, I will also include in the show notes uh, the link to my SharePoint metadata course. If you want to learn more about the term store, how to properly create managed metadata, columns, uh, all the advantages I mentioned to you today, and many more uh, features and uh, other advantages and limitations. I mentioned them all and I demonstrate them all in my SharePoint metadata course. So I'll include the link to that as well. Feel free to enroll in this course. Um, I have about two hours worth of content uh, in my academy. 
Uh, the course is available on demand, uh, so you can take it uh, in your spare time. And if you are interested, if you decide to enroll, do not forget to use coupon code PODCAST20. This will allow you to take 20% off uh, the regular price uh, of the course. And you can, by the way, use this coupon code for other courses in my academy as well. But for now, thank you very much for listening. Hopefully you learned something new today. As always, we'll be happy to see you on my blog, SharePointMaven.com, and talk to you next week. Goodbye. You've been listening to the SharePoint Maven podcast with Greg Zelfond. If you enjoyed this episode, please head over to the Apple Podcast app, leave a review, and don't forget to subscribe. Thank you.